Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, across the country. I see on the weather report, there's areas that are kind of getting snowed in. Cold weather. We here in Northern California have been colder than normal, although we do get cold here. Uh, didn't have a sprinkle of snow down here on the river, but everything around us was whitened over the Thanksgiving holiday and throughout the weekend. Uh, none of my neighbors are going to Reno this weekend, smartly enough, or didn't, because of the. even though they keep the interstate open, it's still a very treacherous drive. Um, I didn't introduce myself. This is Chuck Bartok. We're here for the 448th episode of You Can Build It, a call-in talk show that was originally started to work with friends and strangers on how to start and grow their businesses, regardless of the venues. Past episodes uh, discuss the things such as business plans, uh, written business plans, uh, finances, uh, what to expect in a new business. Different venues allow us to have different expectations. And there's an awful lot of previous uh, information available here at talkshoe.com, 7858. Just go to talkshoe.com uh, as a person, if you're listening tomorrow or whenever in the future, and, and type in search, you can build it. And a page will show up with past episodes that you can download to listen to at a later date, or you can listen to them live streaming or streaming. We're also on iTunes. I understand their format has changed, but if you go to iTunes Podcasts um, and type in You Can Build It, there is also the inventory of past shows there. In the last couple of years... Our audience and our discussions have been focusing on building a business, but most of our contributors and callers have been authors and artists, people that we call of the creative nature. And, of course, the product that they end up with is uh, directly created by them in most cases, sometimes collaborated. And what happened to me is we started an associate of mine started publishing works that had been written for quite a while and never finalized and cleaned up. And uh, what we did was apply the principles that I have been espousing on this show for over 10 years to selling books. And lo and behold, books sell. But I've been fascinated by meeting so many new people in the industry that I never knew that are accomplished authors. One of them happens to be with us today, uh, J.L. Callison, that's C-A-L-L-I-S-O-N. We're joined also by Nancy Lou Henderson and Diane Stevenson from up in Canada. But just before the show started, uh, Jerry was sharing with us a terrible problem he has on a brand new book that he and Donna Setterlin, 
Uh, Donna did the illustrations. Jerry did the writing on a ch- new, brand new children's book. And Jerry, tell us, please, what you're so, I mean, what kind of a major problem you have in your life today? Yeah, the problem is the book launches officially tomorrow. Uh, I've had pre-launch uh, copies that I ordered uh, about a month ago. And I ordered more than I thought I was going to need. Uh, that wasn't sufficient. So I placed an order almost twice as big uh, about a week later. Um, and since then, I placed another order. Uh, and then uh, I, I've had several fundraisers that I've used the book for, trying to get the book out and to give back into the community. I, I, I believe very strongly in, in paying forward. Um, and uh, these are these are organizations that I have benefited from over the last several years, and and I wanted to you know pay back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, problem is, I have had such good reception on this that uh, you know I, I was ordering what cash I had and just you know placing it. But I've got two orders coming, but if the next fundraiser does what the director of the organization I, I was speaking with this morning expects i'm going to be out of books before that day is over oh, um, wow. because of the time <laughs> of year you know yeah the normal turnaround time isn't isn't there you know uh mm-hmm. yeah if it was i would be in good shape i'd still be fine but the problem is, instead of six days, they're saying an average of uh, 19 days for turnaround. Mm-hmm. And uh, since since that fundraiser is on the 17th and is an in-person fundraiser, that kind of isn't going to fit. So I, I'm hoping that they can turn them a little faster than that. But uh, it, it's been a totally different experience because other books that I've written, while I've had good good results, uh, has not been anything like this. It, yeah. But I, uh, to be honest, I have to give Donna Sutherland full credit for that. Her artwork oh. is is amazing, and uh, what what she did in illustrating this book, when when I saw it, I knew that we had to go with the premium color on the premium paper. Mm-hmm. So I, I this book really pops, and uh, uh, it it's just been flying out of my hands. Uh, where I'm expecting people to buy one, maybe two copies. I've got uh, people buying three and four. I just had one guy tell me what's eleven copies Holy for cow. his for his grandchildren, and uh, one for each of his children. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's been amazing. Yeah. I, well, you know, Jerry, I want to say this that uh, you know, in the future, any authors listening to this show they're probably going to really feel bad for you. you know? <laughs> this, this is a major problem. Um, I, now I'm, I, but in reality, yeah. we had some programs early that we discussed holiday marketing. Oh. And of course, one of the things that's important is we, well, a business should always make plans for promotions at least a quarter ahead. In, yeah. in other words, you, you don't buy, buy, in the clothing business, you don't buy your spring line of clothes in March. <laughs> right. You buy them in the fall. I mean, you know, you look at them, you, you shop for the clothes, you knowing your customers, you know what sells in your store, and so on and so forth. 
And you do that and plan ahead so that when that season comes, we do have. Of course, Jerry, your book is brand new. It has not previously been published. And, uh, I, you know, there are circumstances there that are not normal. But I think we all learned from Jerry's experience next year or if you're going to have an Easter sale or uh, Mother's Day, uh, for instance, um, uh, Donna Setterlin, the person that you uh, discussed, your, your collaborator, your illustrator, uh, she has a beautiful book that is perfect for Mother's Day. So that book, uh, next, you know, Mother's Day falls usually April, late April, May. <coughs> May. <coughs> Donna, if she wants to have a campaign, should have books on hand prior to that. <laughs> Excuse me. Got a tickle in my throat. I didn't get water to start with. Mm. Yeah. In fact, I may I may go run and get some water while the two of you, three of you, discuss uh, uh, Jerry's problems. I am going to take a break here. I'll be back shortly. But before I do, Diane, have you uh, solved your computer problem? No, but I did talk to Chris after church yesterday morning, and uh, he thinks it's something to do with the power, and he said he would come over sometime to look at it. Okay. Would you drop me a Would you drop me a message in Facebook uh, with the anticipated cost of that, please? And let me see what oh, we can do. For... Me he doesn't charge me anything. Oh, okay, okay. That's why I can't push him. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I want you now. <laughs> Stop everything you're doing and come help Diane, please. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Stop your. Hey, I'm gonna up. I'm gonna head to the kitchen. <laughs> I'm gonna head to the kitchen and get a drink of water. Uh, you guys have the show, and I'll be back shortly. <laughs> All right, so Diane, how how are things going with with your books? Then are are you getting any traction? Um, well, I'm still I I put in the order for the books that I had got paid for ahead of time, right? And I got in. Uh, I was over at my friends on Saturday um, to to do uh, to do something else that I needed to do. And got a, looked at a few emails while I was there, and there was an email from Amazon saying that my card declined. And they've done this before. There's nothing wrong with the card. Mm. I, end up, I have to take out that card information and put the same information back in before it will go through. Yeah. yeah. I don't quite understand what they're doing. It's, that's Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking I need to think ahead when I put it just automatically do that <laughs> and I haven't been able to do anything about it since I was going to go over there after church yesterday but they didn't come to church we had freezing rain oh. wife offered to pick me up to take me so I thought I'm not, I'm not. so I didn't get over there to make any changes so I'm going to have to wait until tomorrow when I'm at uh, I'm over at the pastor's house tomorrow for uh, with his wife for prayer meeting so I'm going to use their computer for a few minutes to make that change and hopefully get it out here by get it delivered by next week at least okay hey everybody i came back uh 503 is that mark there is i'm finally getting a chance i'm not driving i can talk to you howdy everybody oh, look. congratulations mark everybody this is mark hannah some of you have chatted with mark before He's the right. author of the first of a series of books, uh, The Horse Listener. And uh, Mark and I, he was passing through our town on one of his global truck trips. 
and we had a chance to have breakfast, I think, what, last week, wasn't it, Mark? A couple weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. It was, yeah, um, yeah it was a couple weeks ago, right in there. And yeah. um, I just saw, I saw the email. I said, gosh, I've got the per- perfect timing. All right. Oh, well, hi, everybody. Well, who, all's, who all's here? We have Diane Stevenson from up in Canada. Uh, Diane writes so many fantastic faith-based inspirational books. She's a wonderful photographer and artist. We also That's have good. Nancy Lou. I thought you were from Canada. Great. Yeah. And then we have Nancy Lou Henderson from Texas. Hello, Nancy. Hey, Mark. And did you get? Did you have a chance to hear? Uh, Jerry Callison's real problem. <laughs> you know, actually, that's because I just tuned Oh, okay. In. Well, very quickly, well, Mark, Jerry has... Go ahead, t- tell him, Jerry. Tell him what your problem is real quick. Well, and, it, it, it's a first world problem for sure. Um, I've got a new book that releases tomorrow, a children's picture book that Diane, uh, or I mean Donna uh, Sutherland, uh, did the illustrations for me fantastic mm-hmm. job she did but it's selling faster than i can get them in and uh, i've placed several orders and they're not small orders either you know they're uh, pretty sizable orders i'm ordering multiple cases and uh, uh they've been going out the door faster than anything and i've got a, a big fundraiser coming up on the 17th that i'm afraid i'm going to be out of books for hmm. Just to touch on that fundraiser, Jerry, at the fundraiser, are the books free, or do you share with the organization proceeds of the sale? Uh, proceeds of the sale. They get okay. they get okay. twenty they get twenty five percent of the total sales. Okay, of the total sale. Yeah. Right. So you've done uh, three things. So. You've marketed well. You've helped somebody else, and you've helped Jerry. Yeah. I mean, I, they're they're going to make more on it than I do, but uh, yeah, I get well, my cost back, and and on this one I make a little bit. I'm I'm currently doing one for my church's school, where they get the full proceeds. But that one was set up that way intentionally. Uh, I, I, w- I want the money going to the church, or well, to the school, right. and uh, uh, but it's doing well too. Very good. Oh. Mark, oh, Mark just got Mark just got (laughs) called by by his computer when he can go back to work. (laughs) Oh, sometimes I want to slap that lady inside that computer. Anyway, computer voice. Uh huh. (laughs) Well, Mark, um, I want to thank you very much because one thing that Mark did when we met is he shared Uh with me his next two books. And even though they aren't written that I know of, I mean, not ready for publication today, what amazed me in a short period of time, while we were, you know, we were in the restaurant an hour, an hour and a half, Mark literally, I mean, this is important in writing, I know, Mark just told me the the second and, and third book, the story, okay? And this is something else that I, I see on, on Facebook, uh, on some of these writing groups. A guy says, well, you know, I don't know where to get started, or I, I, I don't know what to write about, and so on. And to me, it would seem that a person has to use their mind first 
the imagery of their mind. Uh, in Mark's case, we're talking about stories that revolve around his personal life history, as we have with D Diane and, and Nancy and, and in, in some of the books, Jerry. So I encourage writers to not try to create out of the blue, but rather maybe write about things that you know about, which are life experiences, and take those life experiences and put them into a story form. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not talking autobiography now. I'm talking a story. And for, I, have, I have one in my mind that's been here forever. It's been here for 56 years, I think. I was very involved in the fresh produce industry, the growing, packing, and shipping of produce. That was my first business out of college. And... This was back at a time when this industry was in the hands of some very dynamic people, mostly, obviously not college graduates. We're talking the guys who were old men when I came in. And the characters and how they operated and what the fresh produce industry is really like, or was, I don't know what it's like today, are just fascinating stories. And I have a whole bunch of eight and a half by 11 things, and I'm always going to sit down and, and write this into a novel form, and I've never got around to it. But, um, uh, I've got you know, one of those. You yeah. what? I have one of those round to it, so you want me to send it uh, to you? Yeah. I, I, I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, I, I just want to congratulate yeah. Mark for having his second and third book so much into his mind. Excellent. And, uh, they're, they're, you know, that to me would seem to be important. When are you going to start writing or, or speaking into the microphone so somebody can type it for you, Mark? Well, I've done that. I've done that, and I sent it to somebody, but she can't get it uh, off of the MP3 because she doesn't have her compatible machinery. But oh. uh, it is something that I, I do. I, I write down the notes, jot down the notes. And, you know, it's interesting with me, too, because I, I go to a movie, and I'll see a movie, and I'll see something that happens in the movie. I say, wow, that fits with what I'm writing about or what I want to write about. How maybe I can put that in the theme or something like that, mm -hmm. um, and and that's that's influenced me quite a lot because you can take what your life experience is and put it into a story and express what you want to express in a um, in a fun way. And mm -hmm. um, I, I was able to go back and look at a movie that I saw and then compare it to what I wrote, and I thought, wow, okay. I did it. I did it. So anyway, you're right about that, you know. But it's in, it's, in, it's in my mind. I just need someone to kind of tap it, you know, just stick a little tap in my head and let it pour out, I guess. I, I have a question. You, you mentioned the person who was going to transcribe. You have it on MP3, correct? Yes. And yes. What, what fancy machine do they need to do this well, that they don't have? Well, this is Lee Alexander. She's the one that helped me to um, with my first book. Okay. And, okay. Um, and she is uh, she can't speak very well, so she has everything that's uh, in that talks to her. Uh -huh. And then, but she's on she's on very little income, so yeah. she has like a well, she has a tablet, 
uh, maybe even a Kindle, and then um, that's about. And then she she can't figure out how to do that. And she has a, a son that's a, a whiz at that sort of a thing. And but uh, but this is something though that um, I sent to her, and I think she probably has um, done something about it since then. Okay. And I told her that once I start the project, and I'm able to sit down with her. Uh, because she's very integral in what I do. Okay, I will very good. Just, we'll just go. So, so, it's so she, helped, she helped you on, on Horse Listener then also? She did, because as I was going through it, she helped me with with um, uh, punctuation, grammar, okay. and things like that. And then also, which is very interesting, because I almost ended my book after the vineyard, but she said, well, hey, we need to make this a little bit bigger. And then she motivated me to expand it and, and all that. So Very good. you need somebody to do that sort yeah. of thing with you. Well, we can't do it all by ourselves, that's for sure. No, and she sure helped oh, me. And she's although Diane, Diane, Diane and Nancy are pretty much, uh, this, this, you know, they, they, these gals get, because they can, well, they're women. They can do everything. We know that. That's the that's secret <laughs> there. That's a secret there. Okay. Nancy, you have anything exciting to share with us? Because I have a couple of topics I want to hit on here in a moment. And let's see what's happening with Nancy. Uh, nothing. Good. I haven't been on the computer in a week or two. And um, uh, a lot of family here. Son came in from Pennsylvania. And I did uh, have a book ordered and mailed it out today. Uh, I've got lots of things that... Uh, are going to be happening, but not yet. Um, okay. I'm just kind of hanging in, so go on with your stuff. <laughs> okay. Diane, I know we're waiting for your computer, and when I was off the air here for a moment, um, are you uh, are you seeing – well, it's hard for you to see because you can't get those reports. So uh, do you have anything new coming up in the next two or three months, Diane? I would have liked to, but until <laughs> I <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, you kind of didn't want it well. Yeah, because yeah, so, well, it's kind of hard of for us. To... I wanted to work on to, to have done for Christmas to give for Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. But that, that ain't going to happen now. Oh, well. <laughs> well, there's always Christmas next year, too. So. Right. <laughs> you know, I want to I share something, a little story, because, again, I think our lives are stories. And we all have different experiences, although in some ways all of us have the same experiences. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's really weird. You know, we're all unique. Nobody is me. I don't have a twin brother, twin. But yet there are some things in my life that probably are mirror images of Jerry's life. And that's really why some authors, when they interject life experience into their work, attract readers. Because how many times have we read a book and said, oh, I understand that, or, gee, that sounds just like me. Or when I read Mark's book and, and, and read about my wife, I say, no, nah, now I know why I married her, and he didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> but... But but that is one thing that we all share. And this after this morning, uh, a neighbor of mine passed away last week. Uh, Bill, hundred he will be hundred. He would have been a hundred and one years old on January twentieth. He obviously he didn't make it. And a few of us neighbors gathered together in our clubhouse. And his daughter, his only child, 
who doesn't have any children. So pretty much, you know, the lineage is uh, uh, Bill's legacy. Some interesting things, because actually Bill and I, he had a stroke two years ago, and Shirley and I would go visit him, and he had a severe stroke, so things weren't the same. But Bill used to love to come to our bingo with, with his caretaker. And he was so much fun at bingo, and, you know, tonight is bingo, so we're dedicating tonight's bingo to Bill. But the thing that, when I listened to his daughter speak about her father, I was fascinated by the story and then realized I know people like that. And Lacey is being very bad in the background here. I don't know what to do with her, but she's somebody at the front door, but that's too bad. Anyway, uh, she mentioned that her father was an architect, which I didn't know. But guess what? And, and a very good architect, a very successful architect. Um, he was a self-taught architect, never went to school. Mm. On-the-job training architect. And, I, of course, Bill, let's, let's bring it into perspective. Bill was 100 years old. Mm-hmm. So there was a time in our country where people who had abilities would be recognized in fields without the trappings of what we assume are needed. And then that started me thinking, again, a story in my mind. There's Bill. She tells us that, which I thought was fascinating. And I said, well, that reminds me of, I'm not going to mention his name, a deceased judge who was the judge of the uh, county when I moved up here who never went to law school. Uh-huh. He was a retired sheriff, and he was elected judge. And if you ever went to his courtroom, you'd say, wow, I want to be in front of this judge, because the man was brilliant. But I, I, you see where I'm going with this, guys. Mm-hmm. There's so many similarities in life, and yet there's so many differentials. And the history of a time when people were recognized for really what they did and not, quote, what they looked like, and number two, not where they went to school. Mm -hmm. Uh, That history is important because there's some real substance there. What is it that we look for, you know? And I'm I'm, I'm getting off in the philosophical weeds here, but um, I I was really, there were about 10 or 12 of us at Bill's celebration this afternoon. And um, uh, I, it was a very nice thing. We, we all shared our own stories, and uh, we're going to miss Bill, although in the last couple of years he's, he's been housebound. He had 24-hour hospice care. And, uh, but he's, he would just get so excited when you walked into the room. You could just see his, his whole person just, just shined, you know. Uh, and he was a very giving man. And a ladies' man. It's, it's a, you'll like this, Gary. Um, and Mark, you'll like this too. It is public knowledge that Shirley was his favorite lady in our neighborhood, and he would just get so excited when Shirley came over. And we have some wonderful ladies in our neighborhood. They're all super, you know. But for some reason, he, in his mind, he was chasing Shirley all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe that sounds you know bad, but it's 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 good. You know what I mean? How, how people touch each other's lives. So anyway, um, we all have stories to tell, 
and uh, that's what people want to read are the stories we tell. And I think the people that have been on our call over the last couple of years are people who are proving that to be true. Poor Jerry has too many sales. Uh, Nancy has too many uh, great-grandkids coming over all the time. Diane's computer's broke, so she can't be productive. That's a downer. And, yeah. and Mark has volumes of the next two books that need to be put down on paper. So what wonderful opportunity. There is opportunity. news, though, to what? share with you. There What's is that? news to share with you, though. Okay, well, Jared. I, I might have mentioned to you when I was having breakfast with you that uh, my whole motivation, because I'm driving a truck and it's hard for me to, to write and be prolific at, at what I want to do. So in the meantime, I've kind of delegated things to someone else to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, my intent, my intent is for my uh, message to go throughout the world of, mm-hmm. of horses and people without horses and all that sort of thing. So what I've done, my roommate, um, who is very integral and actually is part of the story in my book, he has a friend who is a Hollywood agent, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "Well, I'm going to send him a book and see what he thinks." So he sent him a book, and he said, well, I don't know if I want to read this because he's not really a known author. And my friend Jim is very, very good at uh, explaining things and then moving him to a different area of conversation. He said, why don't you just show someone else? So he showed the book to a screenwriter. The screenwriter read the first chapter and said, give me that book. I read it all night. At, at night, read the whole thing in one night. That's 245 pages. And he said, you need to read this book. So the agent read the book, and he got back to Jim, and this is the next phase. We're doing it according to the way they do it in Hollywood, I guess. They're going to have a meeting between the screenwriter and the agent and see where to go next. In other words, what they want to do, what's the strategy. Because we want to write the... um, that book into a screenplay, right. and then also integrate the other two books into that, either by doing it as a trilogy, kind of like they did with The Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. or to integrate what is there into one big movie. So anyway, that's the latest news. We're waiting for his, um, um, his contact Meeting. with us to say when he'll get together with Jim, and then I will get together with him if they find out that they need Great. Me. On that same, anyway, on that same line, that, that is so exciting. It really is, Mark. Absolutely. And uh, along that same line, you and I discussed going direct, you know, even though these people are very good, yes, and yes, your roommate and I, could help you on yes, this. Yes. Did, you, did you look up Dean Cain? Hmm. I did, I did. And as a matter of fact, I've, um, I've put that into the works. <laughs> good. So... <laughs> So as but one thing at a time, though, of course, because mm-hmm. but, the, but basically they, um, with whom I have spoken to, um, that that idea is definitely there, and Good. it's just about depending upon how they want to go with this. But mainly, uh, they they do realize that this is faith based, and the person you were talking about is definitely faith based. Right there, you go. There you go. I I don't know why That's I just really see. Exciting, yeah, I just see Dean Kane involved in this. You know, he he's also a producer besides being an actor and has a very f- strong following. And then, of course, my suggestion to market our luncheon was also to follow through with Hallmark 
because most of their work is very similar as far as philosophy. And, uh, but the, it's interesting, those people that are listening to this today and may not be involved in the past, uh, I've known Mark for, well, since I married my wife. <laughs> and uh, Wait, Mark is, time, right? is, yeah, till 42 years. It, the, um, Mark has been involved in the horse world because that's what my wife introduced him to many, many, many years ago. I mean, they, they kind of grew together in it. And he... Uh, learned things one day the revelation came that he was doing it all wrong and then he learned how to communicate not he's a listener not a whisperer he's learned how to listen and that gives us all the ability all of us the ability to work with animals easier and it also gives us the ability to work with people easier if mm-hmm. we listen if we listen mm-hmm. and uh, anyway uh the Mark's story is not only a good story. There's an awful lot of meat on the bone. And the second and third book even have more meat on how the coincidences and deja vu of life affect us all. I'm going to stop. Nancy, you read Wantanamera, didn't you? Jim's little, uh, sh- Jim's short yes. story. That, yes, Mm-hmm. Which was about coincidence, right? Right. I don't think there is anything. I think uh, what happens when you, people make plans and they think that everything is going to work out the way that God has another plan. Yeah. <laughs> Things happen uh, as, it, as it does, but yeah, deja, deja vu. I, I, when I was young, I did that constantly. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, and still, every once in a while, I'll say I've done this before, you know. So uh, uh, I think that that there's a plan, and you can get excited or get upset if things don't happen exactly like you think they're going to do. But that's the way it was meant to happen, you mm-hmm. know. So you you have to uh, sometimes buy into that and say, well, it worked out right, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, the, the, you know, this is writing and reading. Of course, in order to read, we have to have writers. So some of the most important people in our, in our lives have been writers. Right. We, we learn from reading, but darn it, somebody's got to do it. So all the authors out there today, tomorrow, and in the future, keep that in mind. You are extremely important, and don't hesitate to put it down on paper. There are certain things to follow, yes. But then the other side of it is, I, I wrote a blog post, or no, I didn't. Who was it that wrote the blog post? I can't remember. Was it me or... Uh, Barbara? What? Oh, on, Are you on, talking on, about on, the one... On, on honesty? Right, but yeah, there I, was another one someone wrote about, or I wrote, read it on a writer's uh, group, this... Uh, young woman or young man said, I've got it all written and I just can't push the button because I keep yeah. going back. And I went back and I put up there, I put push the button. Yeah. Nothing's okay. perfect. And, Nothing and that, is, is perfect. That, that led us to Carmen Baca, who was the guest writer on my mm-hmm. blog. Right. Mm-hmm. Online marketing good. trial and error. Uh-huh. Well, and, and, and the, you know, go ahead, Jerry. 
the thing is, you can't edit something that hasn't been written. <laughs> right. Right. And and this young man was afraid, or young woman, was afraid of being rejected because there were edits in it. I find edits constantly. My last book, I edited everything. I I went through it. I don't know how many times I thought, this is the one. This one doesn't have any big bloopers. On the back of the book, smile is spelled S-I-M-I-L-L. <laughs> <laughs> but... What is really funny about that is my husband said smile. When he'd say smile, he'd say smile. Yeah. So what and it was his writing. And yeah. and I can't blame anyone because I said do not edit his writing. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> but that could have been, you know, and I kept looking at that, you know, um the, uh, the other day I was getting it. I was actually looking for that to copy it, to type it into something. And I went, oh, my gosh, right on the back of the book, there's the big old blooper. But, you know, I laughed about it because I said, you know, nothing is ever going to be perfect. But if it's in and, and my books are not perfect, they're not perfect in uh, sentence structure. They're not perfect in anything. They're perfect the way I speak. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I wanted to but, add something. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Nancy. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What I was going to add is, is for me, once I started writing, um, these were things that I, I had to get out that, that were just after, see, basically that's once you come back to life, which for me, it was the case because I was very depressed. And as I came back to life, I was a totally different person. Lots of different gifts that were given to me by God were manifesting itself. But one thing when I started writing is I noticed that the spirit, mm -hmm. ever, whoever the spirit was, and was with me. And I, I'd say, first of all, the Holy Ghost. And then mm -hmm. I have especially my stallion, my deceased stallion. Mm -hmm. And also there's... Um, Another person that I write about in the book that was uh, paraplegic, and there's a story about her. But that is really important because as you write, you find out, you go, how the heck did that come out of me? Exactly. <laughs> it was I, I so easy. Mm -hmm. It came right. out, but it was, but that's when you're in touch. So open up, but I don't think I could have been that way before I went through what I went through those five years. Exactly. So, um, open and, up and let it happen. Don't be afraid. And don't right. be afraid to put it out there. Don't be afraid to put right. it out I know with um, um, when I edited the first book, and it's hard. And, and really, I'm not a good editor because I start reading instead of editing. Yes. And uh, uh, <laughs> and the same thing, you've, you've done it so many times and looked at it so many times. So, you know, it, it kind of gets away from me sometimes. But... Uh, I read a certain sentence there, and I, I I emailed Tony, and I said, Tony, did you write this? This is great. You know, I, you, you changed what I wrote. This is great. And he came back. He said, no, ma'am, you wrote that. And I went back, and I swear God wrote that because I don't remember writing it. You know, because you are. I was in a trance most of the time writing what I wrote. And so, uh, I mean, when I'm in there, and typing it, um, especially the first 
draft of the memoir, which is different than this. And sometimes I go back and read it and I think, wow. I, but I typed that uh, in a time tunnel. So it was it was just, you know, seeing and hearing and and listening. You know, I, I was I could see what was going on and I was just typing. So uh, you, I didn't really ever go back and reread it. You know what? And so uh, sometimes I'm I'm impressed, sometimes not. <laughs> I, I, I had I had a, a rotor cuff surgery and I couldn't use my left arm. I couldn't type, so I did everything on um, dictating. Oh, and wow. uh, it's it's really interesting because when you dictate, it comes out of there and it's on there. <laughs> yeah. It's not you don't have to write it. You don't have to type it. It just comes right out. And after you look at it, you go, what the heck? That Did I do on? that? <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's so, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes not thinking too much about it, not trying to, I, I, I think when we think about every little thing and, and every little, uh, like now Grammarly tells me uh, I have a better Grammarly, and, and it's good for sentence structure because I suck mm -hmm. at that some. Yeah. And uh, uh, and commas and things, you know, like that, and, of course, spell check. But it'll tell me, uh, this is a weak sentence, rewrite it. And I say, I'm not rewriting that because that's exactly what I want to say. I say really a lot, really good, and they don't like that. They want me to take that really is too much or they, you know. But I'm writing the way I talk. Mm -hmm. And so uh, to take it out makes me someone else. Or I'll say this was amazing and they want me to use some other word. No, that's what that's the word. Ever how many people have seen amazing or awesome come from me on Facebook? Well, yeah, I think you <laughs> those think are my you, words. <laughs> I always thought I owned that word, but I guess you surpassed me in multiple times. <laughs> Awesomeness. Uh, I thought Awesomeness. I made that word up, but it wasn't. Uh, but, you know, you, if if you're going to write as yourself, you've got to write as yourself and then, you know, make sure that there's the commas and the uh, words are spelled right. As long as, you know, I learned not to go, ah, 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 you know, but and that was easy for me to because I understood it. But um, uh, I think that that when you're, I do different kinds of quotations for. Sometimes I'll say Frank and semi and a colon, and then he said this, and then sometimes I'll do it the right way. I like to mess around and do things different, and I hope people understand that it may not be uh, correct, you know, uh, in the way that it's supposed to be written, uh, written, but it's the way I wanted to do it. So uh, I don't know. I'm just me. It's well, I'm glad we're all. I'm glad we're all we. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to recap something. Uh, I, I think we had some great, great topics today. Uh, the the concepts that each of you have, and the fact that no one on this show so far has been afraid to step off the cliff, and it seems like based on the history I know, that things are moving along in the right direction. Mark just shared with us some fabulous information oh, yeah. and excitement. But as we know, that can really be tough. And I say that to Mark only because I'm cautious, mm. because it's just something mm -hmm. I've personally experienced. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the area. <laughs> and that's why I indicated my feeling was to contact people with values and faith and sense of uh, goodness and people like Dean Cain and others. But um, last week, or yeah, it was last week or last show, I talked about traffic exchanges. Does anybody remember me finishing off with that? Yeah, that, yes. that was last week. And last I, week? I've okay. got a couple of them. I've got a couple of them pulled up here. I've not done anything with it just due to time constraints. But uh, well, I, I'm going to share some. I'm looking at. I'm going to share some raw data. And believe it or not, while this show is going on, I didn't today, but I could have very easily had three traffic exchanges up and surfed, accumulated points and then know that I have traffic going to my website. I want to preface this. I took and made a very plain splash page. I didn't hire anybody. I just went into my WordPress and made a simple page, a lot of white, but there's a call to action, and it happens to, here's, here's what it says, okay? Audiobook, first 10 days, 30 days has September. There's a picture of it. It says, hell in the Ashaw Valley, and order now. And that's a hot button that takes you right to checkout, okay? That's the page. There's nothing else there. It's very simple, and it drives your eyes right to the middle because people are only going to see it for 10 seconds. But let me share with you some interesting statistics. Traffic Ad Bar is a traffic exchange that I actually revisited a while ago. But in the last 20 days, Traffic Ad Bar has sent 753 visitors to the websites that I have advertised. Mm. Oh, no, 753 only to gyms, and I advertise my own too. 304, 247, and 150 visitors represent three other uh, website uh, traffic exchanges okay remember I have spent no money I have my browser open and I'm doing other things I just flop back and forth I obviously have more than one you know what do you call them tabs okay I have two or three traffic exchanges and then I'm on Facebook I read Facebook I go over the tab click 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 go back to Facebook okay very simple and if I see a website that appeals to me, I will look at it. I, I did that twice. In fact, um, I was pleased with what I found. But going into Google Analytics on that account, what's interesting is the amount of time that – now remember what happens. Your page is in front of other people for 10 to 15 seconds. Okay, and if they move on it, it's called a hit. And uh, tr- Click Voyager sent over 56 people in the last three weeks. Big deal, guys, okay? But they spent three minutes on the site when they got there. That's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I, I hope you're getting what I'm trying to say here is that. I am having visit. I cannot tell you that I sold a million books from these things. You know what I mean? The bounce rate, the bounce rate average for the last has been 0.13 percent, 13 percent. I mean, not the point, 13 hundredths, right? 0.13 percent. Average session is two minutes 38 seconds. 
and they've looked at an average of 2.76 pages. Those people got to the website because they saw my splash page and acted on it. Yeah. That's all I can emphasize. And what did it cost, Chuck? Nothing. Well, if you only sold one book off of that, uh, it's a pretty good return. <laughs> yeah. Which and, one and on, did you go to, Chuck? What do you mean, honey? Which one did I go? Well, to? there's a a lot of the different traffic exchanges. Oh, Which one okay. Did you go yeah, to? I I'm go, I'm tell you what I'm going to do uh, in the next probably 48 hours. I'm going to write a blog post about this. Okay. Excellent. And I'm going to put up the web the the I, I've done some analysis in the past years. I mean years. I was involved in the traffic exchange business. Well, John Guanzon, who you can listen to our well. Diane knows who I'm talking about, right? Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And anyway, um, I'm going to put down the ones that I use, and I'm going to explain why. Okay? Mm -hmm. And actually, two of them are because I appreciate the personal contact with the owners. Mm -hmm. You know, as I had a question, I sent an email to the owner of the traffic exchange. And by the way, I am not a premium member of any of these. My numbers would increase if I paid a small monthly premium membership. I'm free in all of these, okay, guys? I just want to yeah. say that right mm -hmm. now. Back in the old days, I did have some premium memberships because I was cranking it out, okay? But anyway, I'm going to do a blog post. I'm going to put down the ones I like. Uh, I will name some right now that I have faith in if anybody's interested. Traffic G, T-R-A-F-F-I-C-G, the letter G, is managed very well. Easy Hits number for you. Easy Hits for you. This is something, by the way, Mark, you can't do when you're driving, okay? <laughs> this is not for you, Mark. Well, and plus, I'm, I'm trying to catch a little bit of what you're referring to because I didn't. Well, we're talking about traffic exchanges, which is a, 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 method, a system that's not available to you while you're driving. <laughs> you're actually surfing the web. Traffic exchanges are. Okay. Well, okay. Click Voyager is another one. Click Voyager. It's a very old one. They've, in fact, I didn't recognize it when I came back to it. Traffic Ad Bar. That's all one word, trafficadbar.com. I like that one. And then the one that probably I like the owner because he was brand new at this, and this goes back several years, and he needed to know how to market better, so we spent some time together, and, you know, he's still in business. And it's uh, uh, called Free Traffic Lotto, L-O-T-T-O. And the thing I like about that is when you look at so many sites, you're able to either put in your favorite lotto numbers or automatically generate lotto numbers. And if your numbers show up, I think he uses the Pennsylvania lottery, you win free credits. <laughs> I mean, for something about it, just, it was fun. You know what I mean? So, but th those are some that I'm using right now. I will put them in on the blog post and talk about them. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I know that if anybody, any really sophisticated internet marketers listen to this program, they're going to laugh like hell. But, um, and I just started doing this again. I wanted to see what it would do. I wanted to see if there was any validity today. Right. And, and I don't know. I mean, you can't argue the visitors, guys. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, well, it's free. I've noticed that too. With um, I co- I cost marketed for Arthur's, and I haven't, like I said, a week and a half. I haven't been on the computer. I put out a new chapter in in two weeks at least, mm-hmm. right. and I had three hundred and fifty four people up there yesterday, or three hundred and fifty four wow. chapters read by forty four people. Somewhere I'm getting a lot still from Booksy coming over mm-hmm. there. Uh, that yep. keeps growing and I'm putting nothing over there. But there's yep. some, uh, I think it has to do with the cross marketing of other authors too, because, right. um, uh, uh, you know, I find that I, I do that more for them than I do for me right now, but uh, they're doing interesting stuff. But I did have one uh, one great thing happen is my son told me he would like to have his autograph books. <laughs> and uh, now, you know, this is a lot big step for him. It is. It is going to read the books. No, he wasn't. And he was kind of mad at you because you even wrote them. Exactly. And uh, he also took a bunch of the uh, pens. I had got some pens that finally came in and. He has told, he says, uh, he says, I, I told the uh, guys at work that you're an art, that my mom's an author. And I said, no, nah, maybe a writer. He said, no, mom, you're an author. So, uh, I mean, God loves Scott. Yeah. Sometimes um, uh, that meant more to me than selling 50,000 books right this minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, you know, it, he's on board, and he, mm. he. I told him, I said, "Well, I have you some books." He says, "Well, you gave Charlie the first editions." I said, "Yeah, but I bought yours from Barnes and Noble, like where I bought mine from." And I said, "They are slick copies; they're different." Mm. And uh, he says, and I hand them to him. He says, "Well, I need them autographed." <laughs> <laughs> so it. you know, those things, uh, uh, those are big things to me. Right. Yeah. Very good. Uh, That's a wonderful share. I, I that touches my heart. It really does. Right. It, it and does. and you know it it it's taken him a while, but you know uh, his opinion of me. He was always that way. I went to school when I was forty five. I went to college again. He was so proud of that fact. And uh, but for him to realize what I do and that he considers me an author is a big deal. Hmm. You know, because I tell everybody I'm a writer (laughs) or a storyteller. I'm not an author. Well, you are a storyteller, Nancy. That's for sure. Hey, everybody listening to the You Can Build It call and talk show today. It's time for the old man to leave the airwaves. Uh, Tonight is uh, bingo calling night in our clubhouse in the Old Farts neighborhood. I want to thank uh, J.L. Callison for being with us, Mark Hanna, Diane Stevenson, and Nancy Lou Henderson. I'm going to close the show off, but our callers are more than happy to stay for as long as they'd like to chat, share ideas, and just get to know each other better. So again, Chuck Bartok, uh, thanking you for joining us. Go out and have a great day because there is no alternative. Thank you all. Thank you. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.